Welcome. Uh, it's been a long time since you... Since it's been a long time. Welcome back. You're here with Big Boy. Well, they just heard from you last week. You should yeah, probably talk closer to the mic. It's very far away. I hate this fucking thing. You sound so amazing on it. And then I have to put it inside my mouth well, no, that's to get too, the correct. That's too much. That's too loud. Like I love apple juice. I think it's delicious. Ow. And Big Boy. Big Boy. Presents. Vivid. Apple juice. Apple juice. Don't touch my apple juice or there will be repercussions. Hey, y'all. And now a quick word about our sponsor. Anchor.fm. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor distributes to all the platforms for you. Therefore, it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, some think are an exclusive club, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on Anchor.fm. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm. Yes, that is Anchor.fm to get started today. It's so frustrating. I just talk into it right here. That's it. You were talking into it from here during the whole Patreon. You were like, hey... What's up? You just always sound amazing, and then I sound whatever, and you're like, just put it inside your mouth. That's not what I do. I just keep it right what here. How's this? Is this a good level for no, everyone? It's not a good level. Fucking <laughs> so frustrating. Okay, here's the opener. I'm going to play you an audio clip. From what? Who cares? Okay. And I would like you to tell me. I'm going to, I would like you to listen to it exclusively. Then I'm going to pause it, and then I'm going to say, what, is, what are they saying? And then I'm going to give you some options. And then I'm going to play it again. And you're going to be like, what? Do you feel confident in everything I've said so far? Sure. All right. What did you want me to say about this? What is he saying? What are they saying? Yeah. I have no idea. It's some kind of chant for a sporting event like soccer or something. Okay. I'm going to play it for you again. Just a little bit. And I want you to listen. Actually, no. I'll give you the options. Okay. Your options are... <laughs> Bart Simpson bouncing. No. Are you just going to choose based on which one is logical? Well, isn't that the... Here, Bart Simpson bouncing. That's, it could be that. Rotating pirate ship. That one not as much. That isn't my receipt. <laughs> I think it's so great. Hold on, I have to start it over. Um, lobsters in motion. Honestly, lactates in pharmacy. <laughs> it's chasing. I'm chasing Martian. That one's not as. That one's not as good. Are any of these? None of these are the real Baptism thing. Baptism piracy. If you want to hear more about that, you go to our Patreon. 
This that isn't mercy. It could be that. The last one was what I think it is. That is embarrassing. Yeah. You sent me this. You sent me this video. I know. Well, I sent it in in Patreon. Um, I have one for you. Okay. I have to find it though, so keep continue on. Okay, well, um, oh my God, let me tell you this fantastic story. Wait, is yours? What is? What's the? What's the quality of your content right now that you're about to do? It's all right. My story is fucking great. So I'll let you do your opener, and then I'll do my story. Oh, my opener. That's what you're doing right now, correct? That- oh, here I just I just found what I was looking for. Um, tell me what she's saying. Who am I supposed to? Which am, am I supposed to tell you what Jimmy Lee is saying, or what the introduction for Jimmy Lee is saying? <laughs> who Who do you want me to translate? I let's do the let's do this the first part. Go okay. Ahead. Hi friends, all the doobie show for Jimmy Lee Weir, who's up in the muse. Jimmy Lee, say hello to everyone. Hello, <laughs> Hi friends, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll somebody. Show, have you seen what Jimmy Lee looks like? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now let me hear what Jimmy Lee has to say. <laughs> hold on, I'm I don't want to see Jimmy Lee yet. I want to tell you what Jimmy Lee has to say. Okay, said. hold on. Hello, everybody. Want a pumpkin ale? Yeah, is what I heard. Let me see, <laughs> someone, Jimmy Lee. Someone does, and then someone does a. It didn't even the captions didn't even say what Jimmy Lee said because they they said no. They said we can't. Gonna go block can I That's what I heard also. Thanks your mom's house for that that clip. <laughs> I love that one. Okay, so here's my story. Are you ready? So <laughs> That was really good. I loved that. that? I love that clip so much. What is it? I found one of my favorite clips the other day and I forgot what it was. I sent you that TikTok where it was the couple and like the Uber first class closing the door to that. I sent you that, right? No. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I sent. I thought I sent you that. Nar. Yeah, I for sure sent you that. Okay, the video that you sent me of um, Tom Segura laughing as hard. That's probably one of my favorite videos on you. That video and the one. Did you ever have a drink? Those are my two favorite oh my videos God. on the internet. 
I do not shit you. I sent you that one with the the couple. Since the back. I th- I swear. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. So, let me tell you this fucking story, bro. It's a good one. Are you ready? Okay, so... Are you ready? I'm listening. I have to find something as well, though. Okay. Uh, Rosie Cotton and I are in the car. Mm-hmm. As many of you will already know, I'm a very sexual person. Um, and I'm always horny. 100% of the time. And we were driving... <sighs> We were driving somewhere and we were pulling up to a stoplight, but long before the stoplight, uh, I had grabbed his hand, uh, Rosie Cotton. I grabbed his hand and I put his finger in my mouth and I was like sucking on it real slow and like sexy like because I was so horny. And we pull up to the stoplight and the only people that exist in the world are he and I. Until, of course, <laughs> I can't. Hear the guy from the car next to us going, yes, yeah, just so loud. And we look over and he's like, just like deathing about how excited he is for Rosie Cotton. Mm-hmm. And then both of us were just laughing so hard. Um, it was hilarious. I really thought that was going to get more from you. What did you want me to? I sent you the video story. of my reaction to when eventually you have children. I already sent you that. Do you remember? Yeah, but it was, was like... Was that lady reacting? Yeah, but it was like, what even is that video? Exactly. That's the most emotion I can do. You can't is that do video, that. Is that video. Is me sending you that oh. video. That's the most I can do. Jesus. Sorry about it. Oh, here it is. It's this one. No. You don't think that- You didn't send me that video. I did. I just found it in our chat. I've never seen that video. <laughs> I love that video so much. So for all of you, it's uh, an attractive man in a first class seat that has Well, no, a- it's like one of those bed ones. Yeah. It's a first class cabin that ha- that has a door closer thing. And he's slowly closing the door to and it's a like, sexualized like song. Usher or Yeah, Chris and then Brown. it just pans over to a woman who's like lying there, like ready to receive it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then it just has the clapping and then it cuts to a guy in coach who just wakes up violently and starts clapping. From his dreams because of pe- hearing the clapping. Because people, that's what people do on flights. In the United States, they clap when it lands. <laughs> Did you not know that? No. How many flights have you flown in the United States? A lot. They always clap when the plane lands. I've never. Have you flown Southwest? Yeah. The cheapest one. <laughs> <laughs> people, I've never, I've in the never United States, a, I've, I've never, never flown. I've never been on a domestic flight where people clap. Okay, when I flew to Spain... Landed. That didn't happen. When I flew back from Spain, nowhere in Europe did that happen. When I flew back from Spain, everyone clapped because they were all Americans, probably. And then also when I went to Florida one time and back and there were a couple flights in between there, everyone clapped every time the plane land. 
they basically land themselves. Exactly. But every time people clap, because <laughs> he thinks the flight's over because he hears the clapping. So he wakes up quickly. Um, did you know in the Philippines, when girls get their first period, they have a ritual? What is the ritual? Um, the mother of the girl um, uh, takes the underwear and washes it in water and then um, takes some of the uh, bloody water and smears it on um, her face to prevent acne. And you have to do three one-legged hops down the stairs um, because you're entering womanhood. How many of those people have MRSA and a broken ankle? It's the tradition. I hate that tradition. Let's uh, let's hear about something a little different. Let's get into it here. How do you feel about Anna Kendrick? I like her. I secretly hope I wake up one day and don't want to buy the Jets anymore and don't want to work the way I want to work and want to do something else completely left field. And I can't wait to wake up, look at the camera and be like, I'm out and leave and not give a fuck what anybody says. <laughs> oh, so he figured out that he couldn't do it, so he did this. Or, see, you can't work like Gary Vee. He got burned out. Like, don't give a fuck. If I genuinely in my soul feel it, I can't wait to go build fucking sandcastles in Peru for the rest of my life. So fucking empowering, and man. That's because it. we get trapped by the identity that we've formerly Tom you said it. He pegged it for me. He goes, you know what your superpower is? I'm like, what? He's like, you don't judge yourself. I'm like, fuck, you're right. And that's what that was. This is why I'm so hot in this judgment thing. The great blessing of my life is that I don't judge myself. I hold myself accountable. Doesn't mean you go and be reckless when I fuck up and I suck. I'm not delusional. It's just that I just don't overjudge it. Everyone's tearing themselves down. What the fuck are you doing that for? Everybody else is doing it for you. Stop beating yourself up. Everybody else is doing it for you. You know what that what man's you... superpower is not? What? Listening skills. Oh. Because the other guy just tries to say something thought very you're... thoughtful. Yeah. And he just steamrolls I thought you were going to say is being brief. No. <laughs> Brevity? Yeah. No. He just steamrolls that man. What? Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, the key takeaway was not most of what Gary V said. I don't even know who that is, by the way. He's like a big guy. People like him. Okay. He does like a lot of financial stuff. Um, All right. Yeah. Um the 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 what we took away the most from that video. Well, what you took away cuz what I took away is not what Oh, you didn't feel the same thing. It wasn't my main takeaway. Oh, I um what my main takeaway was that you get trapped in the what is it? The idea you get that trapped by the identity, identity that, you that you formally created. created for yourself. Yeah. That because you have the plans for life or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then life changes the plans mm-hmm. yep. and people, I think, oftentimes get so stuck in like trying to claw their way back to that idea rather than in that moment Starting existing you are. and saying maybe that's not it, period, or that's not it right now and following the path that you're on. Yeah. And then people get stuck for their life even trying to make it back to something that it's like try you can't swim into the riptide you know when you're in the ocean and the riptide takes you out you know you can't swim straight back to the beach you know because that will never take you back there because the current's too strong you can't swim that fast you have to swim to the side and then try to eventually make your way back to the beach on like a diagonal but you can't swim directly into the current Yes, 
Additionally. You have to meet people where they are, yourself included. And I think that that's what that statement is saying, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Um, it's ready. What do you want me to do? Nothing. I wonder what's going to happen because I tried to put this in the foreground. Mm -hmm. I think it's just going to be of the microphone. We'll find out. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's saying this is a similar thing, just in a different way, which is that like, you know, you have to meet people where they are yourself included so like you can't it's like there's a another really famous quote that i really feel like a c.s lewis to like relate it back to our patreon which you should subscribe to www.patreon.com or we talk about too juice. too many personal things if you're a friend do or if you're a friend don't that's true also <laughs> so i'm not really sure yeah but like acquaintances only Thank you. It's not acquaintances. Everyone, please Every give us money. Please. Well, yeah, but we'll have to change the content and delete what's already there. I'm not changing anything. You give us money. We'll get, like, fired like, and disowned by everyone. That's not true. It's just the microphone. But I specifically only did. But it's the viewfinders in a different location than the... No. Oh. Well, then why? Because it's not a DSLR camera. It doesn't use... Okay, so do you think like this? Don't put your hand in it. I know. I'm just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is really. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> I said on the solo episode that we need to start doing video. And I'm when I get paid, I'm going to get the tripod and holder for my, my phone. And we're going to do it. All right. And we'll just have to. Why did you say all right like it's not happening? I didn't like that. It can happen. That's fine. I just I'm aware of what I look like every time. Which We've is like never this. done video before. Well, I'm not going to go get myself all dolled up. No, no, that's not the. We're not going to do that. Anyway. We'll just have to do what we talked about with these. What? We'll just do the the black paper, you know, on all of it, uh -huh. because you know, redacted. Still recovering? No, still recording. Who's recovering? Just come home. He was on his way, but then he just left because uh, he was talking to his mother. Um. So do you know what I'm talking about with the? I do. Yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah. So, that's going to be a good one. Just those. The other things are fine. I know. So, yeah, I feel like... Or you could just take them down. I'm not going to do that. There's okay. another really famous quote. They do have your name on them. I know. That's why I want to cover them. There's but you don't want to take them down? That's right. So, there's just going to be on the wall? I'll put over the name. Not the whole thing? Isn't that redacted? The name of that institution? I'll redact it. Then, okay. You just want Master of Fine Arts Dramatic Writing? Sure. Yeah, so and you'll just, have to you'll have I'll just to put also a piece do of black paper over it and cut a hole right here. Yeah. 
Um, so there's another really famous quote where they say, um, uh, you can't, you can't go back and start from the beginning, but you can start from exactly where you are and change the ending. You know that quote I'm talking about? No. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start from where you are and change the ending. I've never heard that, but I think that's valid. I think it's C.S. Lewis. It's someone really famous. I don't remember. But it's similar to that. And it's like you have to meet people where they are as in as in rags to riches, riches to rags, that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. People live many lives in one lifetime. So the person you're talking to now may not be the same person that you spoke to a year ago or whatever. And the expectations have to change, too. And your empathy and compassion for that person has to be different. Because they're not the same person and they're not in the same place. Yourself included. Mm-hmm. And, like, I like what he says. The My biggest takeaway was what the guy said, not what the other guy said about identity. But mm-hmm. it was at the end when he said um, something about, uh, like, don't spend so much time judging yourself because other people already do. Like, mm-hmm. Whatever that comment was. Yeah, don't put yourself, don't. Don't spend so much of your time putting yourself down because everyone else already is. Everybody else already is. Yeah. And that's like, that's my biggest takeaway is like, you know that empirically. I know Mm -hmm. that empirically, but I'll still do it. Yeah. I'm going to still be my number one, Mm -hmm. you know, critic. Not, I don't think we have this written down even, but it was in that episode of with Nikki Glaser and uh, Whitney Cummings on Whitney Cummings show. Good for you. And it was in that last part where they were talking about their eating disorders a lot about how, um, there's the idea of like God, a like I really want an eating disorder. Well, there's the idea of like a bottom line food or a red light food. Like it's kind of like or like a behavior even. Like um, she told this story. Uh, Nikki Glaser told this story about her um, a friend of hers that she was going through this eating disorder, like trying to you know uh, you know fix herself you know in in that capacity, fix her eating, and. Uh, she had to take Oreos to this party and Oreos were like her thing that she over ate. Like it was one of her biggest, like it was one of her hardest things to manage um, was eating these cookies. Cause when she would start eating the cookies, like she would not stop eating the cookies. And so when she was driving, she thought I'll have one of the cookies. And while she was driving, she ate a co- and whatever. Eventually by the time she, you know, realized she had eaten the whole one sleeve of the Oreo box. And at that point, she started just putting herself down and, you know, having that negative self-talk and got and basically went by the time she arrived, she had eaten the whole thing. The point is, if you can say at that point and give yourself grace and say, I fucked that up, that wasn't good. I'll do better next time. But, you know, sometimes I'm going to make mistakes in that moment. You may have not eaten the whole box of the Oreos and you would have eaten only the one sleeve. And it's the same idea they, you know, that you can apply to any kind of behavior, you know, I did it this morning. I walked into the door of our establishment. I did the same thing last night at, at our establishment. I walked into the door at four fifty nine AM. I typed in some information so that I could get paid And then I took a donut off of a shelf and I ate it in 37 seconds. Then I typed some more information in there so that I could do other things I needed to do. And then I said, God damn it. It's fucking five in the morning and I have already 
fucked myself for the day. I've fucked myself. You hate yourself because you're obese. And then the first thing you do at five in the morning is eat a fucking donut. You I did the same shit. thing with the same thing. And last then I night. ate another donut. I did the same exact thing with the same. I did. I ate. You a, ate one. A donut. You put yourself down. Mad, mad, mad. Anger. Yeah. Anger. And I then thought, I ate another one. Yeah. Well, I ate a different kind of pastry. Oh, I ate the same one. And then I. I said second donut. And, and then, then later that and day. And then I thought. Marshmallow bar. Man, I, I, why am I like, I, I why thought, am I like why this? am I doing this? Like, I just thought, you know, like you were doing, like, I just had the thought I'm doing well with not eating so much sugar. Like that's been, like been a few days. Like I haven't had any, like anything with added sugar, like a, like a pastry or anything like that. It's been pretty good. Like I've been doing well and I just had, uh, an easy, easily eaten pastry. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand. Okay. And then I was then I was like, why did I do that? I was doing well. Like, this isn't going to get me where I need to be. I'm already fat. I'm probably going to get heart disease. And my, all, my whole, my whole family. Yeah. And I probably will get di- My whole family has diabetes or heart disease. And everyone that I've seen on Ancestry.com that's related to me has had a stroke or a heart attack and died. And then during that, I just ate even more poorly. I had a donut and then I had another donut and then I had a coffee cake. So, the point is... Wally <laughs> in Target for real. The that's well, the point. The, well, the point is, I guess, because it's something I learned Give that I thought was... Give yourself Yeah, but that seems like a little bit more religious-y than I want, than I want to be. Well, yeah. yeah, but we don't mean it, Jesus. I don't mean it like we that. We just mean, like, give yourself a break. Give yourself, like... Yeah credit give yourself yeah. like allow yourself or even if you did what you and i just did instead of saying well i'm gonna be fat forever i'll just eat whatever i want like either of us could for the rest of the day or a week or whatever we could say we didn't do well in that moment my our separate moments and then say we'll do better and then you know allow us and to then the next day when you're like well i fucked up yesterday so i guess i'll just eat two coffee cakes don't yeah that's the whole th- it's like allow yourself to a point to make mistakes because like you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wally and, in and I was, I was in target. I was in target uh, a couple weeks ago and I saw a couple people looking at some products. I was like, wow, they're really fat. And it was like an Apple watch. And I was like, what do you, What's happening here? Like, why are we looking at an Apple Watch? They need and, to know what their texts are if they left their phone four feet away from them. And I was, and I looked up and I saw other people looking at some kids' toys, and they were all fat. And I was like, and then I looked around, and everyone was so fat. not even just like a little fat, like ever, like normal, like a little bit, whatever, you know. They were like, like very fat. Me. And I was like, like calves to the ground. Calves to the ground. At Patreon. I looked around and I was like, it's like the ending of Wally when they get off their scooters here. And then I thought, or is it the beginning of Wally? Me too, though. Because you think you don't include yourself in that judgment all the time. And I was like looking around. I was like, look at all these fat fucks. <laughs> and then I was like, 
I'm basically the captain of the ship and Wally too. Do you know what I mean? Like he's not as fat, but he still is. You know. And the scooter, and his little yeah go go mobile. But we're at the beginning of Wally, folks. Yeah, so get your fucking shit together. Speaking of terrible, terrible things in Target, um, what had happened to me recently was as follows. I went to the restroom. I did not. At Target? Poop. Yes. I didn't even have to poop. I just had to pee so bad. Mm-hmm. It was like a 13 out of 10. That's the story I will get to. I had to pee so bad. Um, I go into the restroom. There are three stalls. Two are taken. I go to the empty one. I can hear people walk in right after me. When I go in, I take my drawers down. That's how Coach Steve would say it. My drawers. Yeah. Um, I pull them down. I sit down. As soon as I sit, I can see that there there's now a line of three people, including not including a child, so four people. You know, four sets of feet, but one of the sets of feet is clearly a small child. Mm-hmm. In such an order as mother and child, person, person. Okay. Mother and child is next to go into a stall. Someone else comes out of one of the two stalls that was taken. Okay? So now it's me. Someone next to me who had, who had been there when I got there. Bitch was having trouble. Do you know what I mean? It's like you don't want to go blah, 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 when there's six other people. You're trying to, you're trying, you're sweating and, yeah. uh, and clenching yeah. your toes, trying to wait for the people to get out so that you can just yeah. oh, let it out. Yeah. That's what that woman's situation was. Um, and then there's me in the first one and the last one's empty. They watched her walk out and wash her hands. Okay. The mother of the child goes, okay, now check to see if they're out, which one's open. This isn't like the ball under the cup. You saw the person walk out of the stall. The door is now hanging open to the stall and the person who was just in there is washing her hands in front of you. The mother says, check to see which one's open. Now, how would you check to see if a stall is open? I'd see if there are feet under it. Cool. So you just would glance a feet, mm-hmm. a glance a feet. This is what actually happened. <laughs> that one's got someone in it. And then the mother, check and check the next one. And the woman in the stall next to me just toes curling so tight, and she and the and the mother, well, and the child. That one's got someone in it too. Hey, ma, are you okay? Why? Why is it off? Okay. Well, can you text me? Do you have enough juice? All right. Well, text me before you go sleeping at nights, please. Recording the podcast currently. Yeah. I love you. So... Um, then the mother says, check the last one. The door is open. And she goes, there's no one in there. Okay, then you can go use it. She goes in and uses it. The woman in the middle, not coming out. 
<laughs> I flush and wipe. I come out. The woman, the mom is still waiting outside. <laughs> How's it going? Good. It's okay. Um, someone takes my stall. I'm washing my hands. Okay. Everything that just transpired is like from a, it's from a book about how, how not to train humans. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the opposite <clears throat> way of how to train humans. So this woman grows up to be a fully fledged woman. She grows up to be a 45 year old woman who checks bathroom stalls by shaking them violently. Like, the whole thing could have come apart, to be honest, if she were a little stronger. Um, but that's not the end of this, right? So then I'm washing my hands because there are other people in the bathroom. I'll be honest with you all. There's no one in that bathroom. Walked out, no hands wash every single time. <laughs> me. But there were people in there, and I'm trying to keep up appearances. When they see me later looking in the female section, checking out a thing, they're going to be like, poopy hands on the, even though I didn't, you, but you get it. Yeah. TT hands on the dress or whatever. So I am washing my hands to keep appearances. The child comes out. The last person who had been waiting in this line goes in. The mom says, okay, let's wash our hands. She goes under the automatic thing. She gets no soap. She goes like this for the soap. It's an automatic soap dispenser. She goes under it. She pulls her hand out. The soap falls onto the counter. And she continues to wash like that. She wiped them with soap, even though the soap is there on the counter. She goes like this. She's going. She's going. That's the, the name of the episode. What? <laughs> Washing my hands to keep up appearances. <laughs> uh, keeping up appearances. Um, no, I need the first part. So. <laughs> Sounds like that child took a page out of your book there. <laughs> no, because what's about to happen? So The water's running. She's just like this around it. Just <laughs> No. Geez. So the soap falls under the counter. She's rubbing her hands to nothing under the water. Okay? And then the mom says, okay, we got to go. Now, there are two hand dryers, no towels. I'm using a hand dryer. I had finished washing my hands by the time this child has not done anything. And I'm under the hand dryer. Like you do, trying to get them dry because I don't want to wipe onto my clothes. And she goes, how do we get our hands dry? Literally prompts the child. How do we get our hands dry? There's a, an empty, unused hand dryer that works. Kid goes. <laughs> like ten times. And water is just <laughs> flicking me in the face. And she goes, okay, let's go. <laughs> and they leave the bathroom. It was so traumatic for me. <laughs> it was just like how not to train children to be adult people. This is how adult people are garbage because their parents are like, how do you check the bathroom to see if there's anyone in there? That's in the test that we talked about on the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. That whole scenario. My line item was how to check empty stalls in public restrooms. I know. I remember from, from the text. I'm having written it down. Yeah. I remember it from the text. Jesus fucking Christ. Speaking of people who shouldn't go to college, do you want to talk about trade skills versus education? Oh, yeah. I forgot that was a topic. I tried to transition. <clears throat> because um, some people just are not, they're not going to, they're not going to do well in college. And I think that little girl's one of them. Or she'll do really well. Despite her crazy mother. Who taught her to jiggle the handles? No, of the she'll stalls. be like an honors student, and then like she goes to the bathroom and just there's someone in there, <laughs> but she gets a 4.0. Yeah, <laughs> that makes me crazy. 
<laughs> anyway, anywho. <laughs> um, we need a lot of trades in the United States. Well, yeah, and we just like we just we we pressure. discourage we discourage and we I used I really um I want to um just give myself a, a pat on the back here. Um, we talked about, uh, well, I talked about my senior paper in high school for my, um, senior English class was about this very subject is college. The prompt was, is college worth it? Um, and in that my, my statement was, it depends. Um, it depends on what your situation is. I honestly, I honestly think it depends on your situation. What your, even if you technically have the qualifications for it, I don't think it's necessary that you. If that's not, you have to want to, is what I think. You have to really want to continue to study something, and if you are able to, I think it's those two points. Well, if you, you have to, you have to want to need that information to yes. do. Your tr- your career choice, and you have to be certain of those things, and you have to also Which have the you abilities. Can't ask you and I have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to mention that, and we'll move on to your point. Yeah, but you cannot ask an 18 year old who three months prior had to raise their hand and and attain permission to go to the restroom to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives. You yeah. can't do that's un that's unrealistic. And it's unfortunate that we put that expectation on people. And honestly, we do that either way. At my high school, what they did was they had different kinds of levels of classes as any high school does. You know, like we had, what was it? Career prep, college prep, and honors. None of that existed at my high school. You know We that. had different levels of classes. We had career prep, college prep, honors, and then advanced placement AP. Everyone knows what that is. Now, yeah, everyone knows what that is. Dumb, you know what AP, dumb, dumb. you know what advanced placement is, AP classes? Sure. Um... They didn't have those at my school. I think labeling it that way is already a disservice to most. And then what we would do is we would push everyone who is in honors classes to go to college and everyone who is in lower level classes to not. And that's not necessarily the way. Well, and here's the other thing. And also what, and I did this really to pat myself on the back. We um, sent people to a local vocational school. Um, and is that post high school vocational school? They could go in high school okay. to learn some kind of trade because that's that doesn't exist where I'm from either. So they could go to learn some kind of trade. They would do. They would have to take a couple classes, but they would go. It would half be day. like half day high school, half day mechanic school. Yeah, something like that. Different trades. Um, now the only one that existed in my uh, location of birth, you could do a half day high school. And what do you think the second half day is? You'll be right. I think farming cosmetology mm. you could leave high school at noon you take an yeah, hour lunch it's any and then you that's go a class at the place that's like a trade you can learn that's a part of it um but they would come to for up until sophomore year they could sophomore year they could start doing half and half and then junior and senior year they could do full day going to vocational school and we at my high school just kind of put people that didn't perform necessarily super well just right into that track and i think that's a disservice too and i kind of use the idea i said that we marooned them to vocational schools um and that's a plan where it's because they part of their uniform is a maroon t-shirt so it was like a 
double entendre. Um, but we just put them off to vocational school because they are too difficult to fit into our current public s- school system. And they are underperforming or they don't have an interest in learning. Uh, whatever kind of connotation you want to put on that, we will put them right into that. You're going to learn a trade because you don't you don't do whatever well in this class. Um or put you on that track. You could do whatever you want. Well, and see, my my argument would be the same but opposite, which is that I think that too many... I, I think agree. that there's, there's it, a societal it, yeah. pressure. So basically, right now, a bachelor's degree is the same thing as a high school degree was... How many years ago? 50 years ago? Yeah. Where it's like, it's expected, and it's like... Of course, you'll. Of course, that's the next. That's the logical next step after middle school is high school. The logical next step after high school is uh, college. You mm-hmm. like it's expected that you like you can't get a job in an actual career field without college education and experience. Both and how for I don't even want to talk about chicken and egg for like experience and education. Yeah. If you, if you got the education and you went to college, how do you have the? Experience? How do you have the experience? And you have to have the experience to get the job. Right. But if you have six years experience but no college education, you can't get the job either. So it's a system that feeds itself. It's it's, it's, it's utterly you, inexplicable. You to have me. to take these unpaid internships where they give you a bunch of shit work to do, and you're not paid for it because you have to have experience. Yeah, but and you then, can't afford to not be paid for correct. it because of the and amount then, that college yeah, costs. Correct. And then you have to take out all these loans. Did I f- send you the thing today, the meme that, that was like, or did you send it to me? The person who, uh, it was a, a twit, a twit, a tweet from an old person who had to be in their 70s. Mm-hmm. And it said like, just work your way through college like we did. Mm-hmm. And then someone responded to the tweet um, like something like when you went to college, they didn't, they literally didn't slice bread for you yet. You had to do it at home. The technology for slicing bread didn't exist yet yeah. when you went to college and it was four pence. Yeah. So like, fuck off. Yeah. And not to say that it's a poor choice for everyone, but I think there are a lot of factors you need to consider. But there are so many, you people. need to factor in your income your income when you're you need income in a lot of in a lot of ways. How you're going to make money while you're there because you have to, unless, unless you're, you don't unless have to. your family already unless has money. That's to. the other income you have to consider. Unless you don't have to because your family already has money. How much your family is going to be able to help you afterward? What your income for your job that you're working towards is going to pay? Um, there are a lot of different factors there, and a lot you have and. Ha- and for most people, I feel it's not worth it. So, yeah, and my point in saying all of that is that there is work in the skills trades that is necessary. We yeah. need farmers. What are we going to do with people? We all need of these people have um, welders, social work degrees when your toilet doesn't work. Correct. You know? Like, we need people in those skills trades, and people look down on those people. People are yeah. like, ugh, a plumber. Oh, an electric, like you work and in HVAC. They always, they like, always ugh. told us in fucking high school that they, because they would have, you know, all the people that were, you know, well, high performing in academics or whatever, come to these college prep events. And, you know, they would say, this is what you need to do for FAFSA, for applying, what that looks like, all of that stuff, which honestly, none of that was even, Helpful. it's like when you have a work training yeah. and it's like, you're going to learn all about this. And it's like, this is why it's important. We learn about it. And it's like, not even anything. And you didn't learn about Correct. it. Correct. And it's like, well, I need to see what it is in practice. I don't care about what I think about it. Like, I need to see what it is in practice. So there's that. And also, um, 
I lost my train of thought. Well, people. What was I talking about? Skills trade. Skills trade. Um, oh, they always would say, you know, people who don't go to don't go to college and start right in the workforce as soon as they graduate high school, they'll make more money than you in your first, you know, while you're in college. But then once you're out of college, you're going to be making so much and more money. That's just not true. Well, maybe. Let's say for let's a lot be conservative. Well, not. it's not it's for. Not. But let's be conservative in our thought and say, yes, it is true. There's also the factoring in of what are your costs then? Your costs are college, college, two hundred thousand dollars. Correct. If you're at a private institution for more than four years, like if you have a master's, I have a master's. Gong. Um, let's be conservative. You leave. With how much? What's the average? Let's look that up. What's the... Uh, I'll produce the shit out of this right fucking now. Wait, Produ- you're asking. Produce it, and while you are, I'm going to go ahead and guess that amount. And I'm going to okay. say the average amount... Average amount of student loan debt. To, for the, whatever this year is. I'm going to say, for a bachelor's degree, the average amount... Private versus public institution is, is rough. I'm going to say the average amount is... 60, they have it by state. 65 to 70. They have it by state. This state Am is I not right? that high. The state it? that we're in. The state that we're in? Yeah. 35,000. Are there any that are 65 to 70? I want to be right. I don't know. I want to look up in America. In, in America, this is not what I'm fucking because looking for. Because 35 is, that's not, there's no fucking way. The average. For what? For an associate's degree at a state school? The average sure. amount of student loan debt per borrower. That seems right, right? What the the right metric we're looking for? It says it's thirty seven thousand for a four year degree. There's no fucking way. Yeah, that doesn't feel accurate. There's no way. Yeah, I keep seeing thirty seven thousand. I went to a private school that was forty forty six a and, year. Well, let's look for higher education. MBA student debt. Average is sixty six thousand. Law school debt average is one hundred forty five thousand. Mm-hmm. And your situation, the people that have the loans that you have, is sixteen thousand. The type of loans that you have. Well, I have two hundred thousand dollars in school debt for, with three degrees. No. So okay. So Getting here, a here's a uh, from the. It's, this is from the College Board. The average cost of college for the last year. Public four-year out-of-state is 43280 That's about right. Private non-profit four years, 54000 Private for-profit? They don't have that because they Cause don't, don't want to say that's real. Um, but for sure, it, I went to one. <laughs> correct. They don't want to say that's real. Um, and I public sure four-year in-state is 26000 But point being, we need those skills workers. We need them. And you can make good money. So the reason this all came up is because I told Big Boy there are opportunities in the government to actually do welding for the government. Now, you can make good money as a welder, but usually it's like Mm -hmm. pretty shit situations. You know, you're in very dangerous. But for the government, you're not in dangerous situations because uh, they will not pay you. So they make sure everything is safe. Like if some, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like if workers comp or whatever. So they make sure it's safe, but you can make, as a titanium welder, you can make $100 an hour mm-hmm. for full-time work Yeah, and that's, the government. And yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's like, I would say, conservatively at most, um, time to learn that is like... Yeah, usually it's it's not a college six program. Months, I would yeah, say. Yeah, usually it's like Yeah, because you have to so learn welding weeks. and then you get like a specification in that. Yeah. 
TIG welding, yeah. titanium welding. And there's I, materials, yeah. there's underwater welding. You can make thousands of dollars an hour. I don't even find It's crazy. Yeah. And you can weld on those fucking oil rigs on the ocean. Honestly, if you have the... But you made a good point about plumbing. Those skills trades are required as well because think about when that shit goes down, how quickly you call someone. Yeah. Plumbing, electric, HVAC. We had a plumbing problem at my house a couple months ago. And it was the weekend and we had to call this guy out and he was, he had to perform an out, let's say rounding up. He was there for an hour, let's say an hour and a half. Even he had to get out one machine and clear this one pipe from my house to the collective neighborhood septic tank. Cause they don't have one each one for each individual, whatever. It was a pipe. It was a PVC pipe that had it came out on one end. He had to snake something in there to the end. 40, 50 feet. Is that you? What? Made a noise? Probably. Uh, 50 feet, let's say, to uh, the septic tank at my, my neighborhood. The bill was $300. Yeah. No material costs there. That's just straight labor. Now, he works for a company. He's on an individual contract or whatever. Sure, but like still. But still, that's the going rate. And I mean, yeah. So, and those skills workers, you need them. Unless, I mean, you're going to pay a slave to change your chamber, chamber pot. Yeah. Which you're not. Which, I mean, we're moving that way in terms of uh, financial disparity in the I United know. States. We have more um, like class disparity in the United States currently than during the French Revolution. That's an R for sure. I've said that on this podcast before. Did you know that? There's more... Um, we're in what uh, historians call like the financial red zone. Like There's usually uh, civil unrest, protest, um, rebellion in this percentage of uh, disparity historically. Because you're being so like calculated right now, I'm going to bring up another point that we're going to talk about, which is that you really believe that you should come to therapy organized. Like you would like some therapy I, as I think most of us could benefit mm-hmm. from. Do you want to do it too? Sure, like we'll both do it. For not, sure. Definitely. Not I need together, to obviously. And but also it's going to need to wait a minute. I'm very busy. Yeah. You're too busy right now. <laughs> but what I want to do, even maybe we could do it for Patreon because why not? I'll sell my life to make this successful. Um, make a list of all the things I need to, on, in, in terms of importance too, uh, make a list of all the things I need to, to get into mm-hmm. um, before I go to therapy. Because the last experience I had, I did not appreciate or enjoy. Or benefit from. Correct. I said that I have a hard time finding and meeting people um, to, to date romantically and have a relationship with. And because of various things in my life. And she said, well, you should just get out there. Do you want to go to this recently single hiking club that people of mine I send to? But it's also virtual right now because of COVID. And I said, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to be around a bunch of fucking sad people. Like, do you have another suggestion? No. Just emailing while I'm talking. Just <laughs> Dinner sounds great, Cynthia. See you at eight. Just that's On just sending Zoom. a text message yeah. while I'm talking about like my deep traumas and all of that. Um, it's cool. Um, but yeah, I feel that I want to, yeah, we'll record it for, for Patreon. Yeah. So and then we'll do you reason, later. 
another reason to get Patreon. Yeah. Pay us your money. Learn our deep secrets. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, You weep while you drive. That's not something you need to discuss in therapy, but it's something we could discuss. Here. I do it a lot. Yeah. I listen to songs and I like get emotional about it. I don't even know why. Do you want to you name do the song? Movies too. Oh, I cry all the time when I watch movies. What songs? Do you want me to name some songs? Do you want to? Do you know the song? I think I told you what the song was. Yeah, that. but I've have you heard it. the song? Selena Gomez. No. Er- Did you almost say Eric Clapton? <laughs> no, 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 Ariana Grande. But no. well, no. that was one of them. But that's not. Yeah. I yeah, that's I from remember. a while ago. I don't even what know why. It? it doesn't make sense. It's a song by Katy Perry. Oh fucking yeah! But no, it it's the one that plays sense. at work. It doesn't make sense. I hate it. I hate Katy Perry. Actually. I know. I really do. What do you think that is for me? I don't know. Hilarious. Um, I think that you. I'm just going seven up. seventy miles an hour down this road. Just. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I hit the mark. What, what do you think that is for me? <laughs> What do you think that is? Uh, I think that you bottle everything up in every other part of your life. So every time that you're alone or like when it's like appropriate to cry, which would be like movies. The point of them is to give you emotions. And so you're like, I'll let myself have it. (laughs) And then you do. And then just first it starts like this. And then you probably like try to be quiet because you're like, just going to normal cry. So you're like. And then and then it's like Wakanda forever and you're like ah. That's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate uh, yeah. to my life. Um Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen that. Can we bring up a, a residual topic? It's tabled, but like we can bring it okay. up again. Um why Why am I still single? To piggyback off of the last topic, when I'll weep by myself while I'm driving 70 <laughs> miles an hour. Um, what can I do? I need to... F- hey. You're still single because um, you seem gay to most people. How do I change that? It's difficult because I don't know. Do I have to just be more uh, disrespectful thing, to women? I was going to say the other reason is because one. So in order to change the gay thing, there's nothing you can do to change it. But like you would have to get to know the person and then they'll figure out that you're straight. Right. But by the time you get to know them, you're in the friend zone or you have a thing where for you yourself, you yourself personally. Yeah. What are you, are you writing a message to me right now? No, I was going to say for you, yourself, for you, yourself, personally. Oh, but okay. But then I was like, that's not important enough no. to write down. Um, uh, you, if if you're about, you're, you're like not in the friend zone yet, but you're getting to know a person well enough that they've figured out that you're probably not gay. And like you could probably, that's the zone where you could make something happen. What you yourself do is um, you hyper consent. So you're like, Oh, excuse me. Please excuse me. Please just excuse me. Just and you just would do everything in your power not to touch them because consent. You are hyper respectful because consent. You like do you know what I mean? Like your traumas inform the way you behave mm-hmm. right before the friend zone. And so that makes women feel, "Oh. He so, wants to watch me try on underwear for my future boyfriends." Do you know what I mean? I I don't want to do that for anyone. 
I well, wanna, I know, but that's clear. but that's that's what that zone right before the friend zone. Your behavior in that zone. That's so. What how that do says. I? That so, says that says. Well, he's straight, so he'll give me like a really straight answer about like whether something's attractive or not, so that like I can I, I can like totally fully get Jake hard as a fucking rock later. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I also hate the name Jake. I just well, hate that. Who doesn't? It's I a know. horrible name. Yeah, I had a soccer coach named Jacob, and. Um, I would love to talk some shit, serious shit about him, but I think I shouldn't do that here. Because, um, I, yeah, I'd like to implicate him in some things, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll save that for, I guess, another time. But, yeah, so what do you think I need to change about my personality? Because I'll do it. <laughs> I don't think you. that's not something that you can do. I can't change that? No. I can change behaviors that you I do. You can change those behaviors in that zone. Okay. It's difficult. I don't know. You just really. I can't wait to see what it's like when you do have a person because. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Shit. Fuck Jesus. Um, I was going to say because you're you're so asexual to me. That's hilarious. I've just never been with anybody. No, but also I'm tr I can't imagine you touching another person and not being disgusted. You're very weird. I'm weird, but I'm the opposite weird as you. I like the first thing I do in the shower is pee. Like I immediately start to try and pick him like a monkey. I'm like, you have some shit on your face. Come here. Like I am the opposite of you. And you're like, can, can, can you keep your socks on please? When I'm, when I'm with someone, I feel differently, but that can't be true. That's accurate. It can't be true. Do you want to bring on someone that I used to date? No. Why not? That'd be fun. I think would people watch or listen? They would because I would eviscerate them. I know, but I'm mostly the problem. At that one person? You're gay. Which person? Oh. She's gay. I don't think she'd come she on is. to this. She is in a long-term relationship I with I know. Her. And she's gay. I don't think. She is, and she'll never come out, and she'll never realize she is, because she it's that's not even in her. Yeah, there are a lot of things there that kind of make sense for that. I'm I not know. Gonna lie. I'm rethinking, and I'm recounting. It's it's like not even a possibility in her mind that that could ever be a thing. So like she'll ne it, that's never gonna. But she a hundred percent is, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's probable. I know. And I don't know the other ones. That's the only one that I can see in my head. I know what she looks like. I can like you know what I mean. Like that's yeah. the one that I feel most like. Oh, got it. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm mo it's mostly I'm the problem. Yeah, but you have a lot of traumas. I, I think a lot of it comes from your parents' situation. A lot of it comes from the situation with those women who were shitty to you. But it's like other lesser men would just lean into that and be like, oh, you think that of me? Well, then I'm just going to go for it. You already think. It's like that guy said in the first video we listened. You already think that of me. Everybody else is already thinking of it. So yeah. I'll just fucking go for it. And one of those times, it'll work. You know what I mean? One of those yeah. times the woman won't be like, I didn't want it. They'll be like, I was waiting. <laughs> I'm trying to not be as strange with other people, with regular people. What do you mean? Like when people, well, when strange people touch me, I don't have interest in that. What do you mean? Like someone that I recently met through things, not the one you're thinking of. Uh-huh. 
not that touched me and i was like whoo no just like touched my i was like no don't i touch everyone constantly. i know but i don't want that i don't want people i don't know to touch me um no one really does right i mean i know but like i feel it well, feels like you're trying I'm to say- be so personal what i'm saying me. is like i'm trying to be more friendly to people like that but it makes me feel like i'm being gross I'm going to be honest with you. Every time I do that, I feel I'm being gross. But you're not. And like when you don't, people, it's like almost Asperger's-y. It's, you're fucking Keanu Reeves, which is great for Keanu Reeves because he's fucking Keanu Reeves. But you know what I mean? When he's like hugging Emma Watson and he's like. Yeah. That's you. But people think that's respectable. No one's going to. No, no one's going to fuck that person. But everyone thinks that's respectable. Yeah. Do you want to be respected or fucked? <laughs> I guess that's a valid question. <laughs> so I have to change my whole personality. No, that's not what I said. No, but like that's that frames so much of what I think of myself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you want to be respected or fucked? So for, let's let's work through this. So first uh-huh. I have to meet someone in your presence and you have to say... That's a thumbs up. I don't think so. Why? Because I need to know if that's a thing or not. What's a thing? It's How okay? do I show people that I'm available emotionally or whatever without what do you what do you know what I mean? Uh How do I broadcast that? Do you know what I mean? Everything that I'm thinking is is a joke bit for this. Well, you can and say none some of, it's of reality. that. Well, it's My also we're also feels weird. It's um, also we're we're doing a, a podcast that's mostly comedy, so let you. Can well, also I, the say first thing dance. I was gonna say was you can just say I can't wait to get my dick wet, um, that's, in a pussy. I don't. Not a not a butthole. Um, the second thing that <laughs> the second thing that I thought was um, that you could not casually say, um, God, I haven't been fucked in so long. I would really like to get into someone. Um, Where am I gonna say this? To a new person you've met. That's why this is funny because you would, there's okay. nothing that's reality. Yeah. Um, how to actually solve your problems, I don't know. Um, what was your steps? So your first step was that I have to be there and I have to go. Yeah. And what was the second step in that? Oh, that, that I was try to change was- my behaviors. And then if you see that my, you're very important for this. I just want to, <laughs> you're, you're there the whole time. Not the whole time. Let's be real. Not like I'm some like, people. don't do that. That's <laughs> awful. She's not going to say it's awful. It's awful. Um, not God, that. I hate people who don't say what they. Yeah. Who like let um, the thing that doesn't feel good happen. They're like, yeah, keep biting my clit. It feels really great. <laughs> do you know what I mean? When it's awful. And then, but, some, but on, like. Um, on Call Her Daddy, they said that it's only a little nibble. It Nibbles are great. <laughs> nibbles are great. Um, also. Also, fervent suckage is also great. I'm a wealth like of knowledge. I know all of this. I'm a wealth job. of knowledge. Well, then broadcast that. Carry around a book. Figured it out. Carry around the book that says Mastering the Female Orgasm. Carry that around. That is so pan. That's like. That's- Carry it around with a bookmark in, the, uh, in like the end of it. I figured it out. That's not going to do it. You just figured you figured it out. No, that's not going to do it. Or um, do the thing from New Girl, which is like we'll we'll do bits, and when you're like that one, then I'll just come up reading that book mm-hmm. like a lesbian, and I'll be like, oh my god, are you? 
are you this are you the author of this book mastering the female orgasm thank you so much my female partner who has a vagina is very happy and we'll just do that because i think what my biggest (laughs) problem is is modifying my behaviors well what is what are the other steps you didn't get into it that i have to that when silent thumbs up step two and then when you're like like conversations happening you have to be like and then do what touch what, her? yeah in some capacity grab her ass just did you like that you didn't what if it was a pinch would that have been better for you i don't know about i don't think that's that's not the way you're just you're following up with these questions <laughs> yeah just you're just like on a scale of one to three hundred <laughs> how did you feel about what just happened Ooh, 176 that's not promising so what about it just would just it have, have been better if it was a stroke yeah, no. So I have to ver I have to non-verbally verbalize to you that you should touch someone. Yeah. In a non-friendly way. But what is that even? What is a non-friendly touch? Anything above the bottom rib is friends. Anything above the bottom rib. The bottom rib and I would say and below the lowest point of the scapula. In that middle zone, like here. On the back. On the back. On the back of a person. So when you're behind someone and you're interested and you touch them on the shoulder blade, on the back, friends forever. You touch them in the middle of the back, friends forever. Uh, Above the shoulder, like somewhere shoulder like or low back. Possibilities. (laughs) (laughs) And... When do I do that? Let's All say the time. <laughs> let's say let's say I'm on I eventually am on a date again. Mm-hmm. Having three months. Let's say I'm on a date again. When do I do that? Mm-hmm. Um Well, I'm gonna give you all the tips and tricks. Number one. You should be confident that the person that you're having a date with, you actually want to have a date with. That would be not something that I think that you did the last several times. Where those people were like, ah, they're people, but like, we'll try it out. Okay. If you're confident by the time you get there that you're like, I want to know more about this person. Like that one person, the drunk one. Yeah. Like that person. If you had gone on a date with that person. First move, whoever gets out of whatever, wherever you are, is a hug, period. And you hold on three seconds longer than you think a hug should last. And you're marrying that person. Not necessarily, but like... (laughs) Okay. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true, what I just said. What you just told me, I think people would think I'm a pervert. Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. And then... Am I ruined? No. (laughs) Jesus. Um, And then everything else is just, you know, you play off of that. You play off how that went. You play off how whatever. The conversation is whatever. Um, I'm going to give you some examples from my very first date with Rosie Cotton. Okay. Here's some examples of what I myself did in order to try and let this person know that uh, there was physical interest. 
first thing. What's happening? I think he's arriving. I think I saw, I saw a head. What is today of the week? Monday. I have to put the trash out tonight. Okay. When we finish this and leave, you help me do it. Okay. Because that way it'll get done. I took out your throw up the other day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We did not discuss that, and I don't know that it needs to be touched. Okay. Um, so that's the first thing I did was throw a big hug on him and hugged him for longer and tight. Mm-hmm. You know a good hug, and you don't do that. You know, I don't. And I was listening. I saw a TikTok, and it was this girl. Hugs are so she was important. talking. She was giving a speech at her friend, her best friend, who was a woman, her her wedding. Her and best she, friend's wedding. Yeah, and she was the whatever the special lady, not the one that's getting married. Maid of honor. That one. She said, "I, I just met Brian for the for whatever Ted. I just met Ted, you know, recently, or whatever, and." He hugged me, and it was so tight, and it was longer than I thought. And I was like, that's a little bit strange. And I asked her, and I said, why does he hug like that? And she said, he likes to hug everyone like it's the last time he's ever going to hug them. That's how I do it. And then she said, and in that, he loves the, like that. And what well, all Hold on, hold on with my, do you know what I mean? Like the whatever. rest of the speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I thought that was that was a special moment. That's how I hug. Yeah. Do I have to do that? Yes. Okay. That's how you. Sh- I used to be. That's how you I used ta- to be normal. I tac- used to be like tacitly and quietly, non-verbally, show someone that you're present with them. Presence is so important. If you read any philosopher. That's like a huge deal in like enlightenment and consciousness is just to be present, just not be anywhere else, not be in the task that you're currently performing. Like if you're speaking to someone, look at them in the eyes. If you're, you know, hugging someone, hug them, be there, be there in that moment. Don't be like, I've got to fucking go do this thing or like tomorrow's my whatever or like damn yesterday was hard be in the moment like that presence is key and i i feel like the type of hug you throw on someone even if you're not actually present can simulate that presence right if you Mm -hmm. hug for if you hug tight and longer if you squeeze your fingers when you hug not just a tight hug like a bear but like really like you're grabbing Mm -hmm. them and you're pulling them into you that can make someone feel seen and heard without any words having been spoken and with your eyes closed right it like give someone a simulation of being seen and heard and like you're they're present with you. Okay. It's like when Bright Angel hugs you ever. I've never hugged her once. Oh Jesus, I hug her all the time. All the time. Every day. It feels day. improper for me to hug her. Absolutely not. Every it's, day. It's not? No. She's you a married should. person. No. So? I everyone hug everyone always. It's like I'm taking notes on this. I just want to be clear. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's like, yeah, hugging is such a embrace. An embrace like that is not, a, it's not something romantic. We're so excited to be able to offer our beautiful, powerful, sexy listeners 50% off almost any one item from adamandeve.com with our code VAG. With our code VAG, you'll also get free shipping and 10 free gifts. With Adam and Eve's discreet packaging, your roommate doesn't have to know when you're busting. Live your best life. Get into it with someone or be COVID conscious and get into it with yourself from our vag to yours. 
Enter code VAG. Yes, that is code VAG, V-A-J, at checkout at adamandeve.com. It can be, but it isn't. I, I would even say that for Rosie Cotton and myself, hugs are not romantic in nature. Hugs are like a way for you to show yourself as a human to someone else and be with them present and recognize them as exactly who they are in that moment. And that is so powerful. Like when you get a good hug, when you receive one, you know that feeling of just like, oh, like it's so... It, the relief you feel, it's almost like pressure, it's full, like lifts off your shoulders and yeah. you just feel embraced by someone. That's not romantic. That's like human recognition. That's human connection. That's genuine human connection at its at its most vulnerable and most basic. And so the first thing I did on my date, the first thing, because I had spoken with Rosie Cotton for many weeks via text message and several times on the phone. And as soon as he arrived, he got out of his vehicle. I smiled, which if you ask him, he says that the first things that made him know that it was going to be something more than nothing was I saw him and smiled. And I think that's important. So when you see the person that you're going to go on a date with, have fucking interest. See them arrive, recognize that they're coming directly at you. That's probably the person. I've seen this person's photo. And then smile like you're happy to see them. Because he said that that was a big deal. I smiled. And then I threw a big hug on him. The type of embrace that lets you know that you see someone for who they are. And that you appreciate them for who they are. They showed up. They showed up as who they are with all their vulnerabilities and with all of their... failures and their faults and their you know proclivities they showed up just as they are and that hug says I accept all of that stuff and we're here together and that's so powerful and it's not romantic at all so I I believe that you should be able to throw that hug on any anyone male female married not married child adult elderly anyone throw that hug on anyone because I care for a lot of people a lot and I feel that that's a good way to show it. That's how I, I like to yeah. show it. But that's because I'm a very physical person. I you're have not, been. I know. but And you're not currently, though. So, But I hug. want to get back to Another who I am. I feel I like did... that's who I am at my roots. But every time I, like, even with our one coworker who's for sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I try to be, like, friendly or whatever. I I don't I don't feel anything towards that person. Romantically. And, or or right. the, whatever. Yeah. And every time I'm like, is this me being, am I being weird? No. Um, Another thing that I did that I think you could implement and that may behoove you if you are feeling a connection. And it's okay to not feel feel a connection too, right? You don't want to force something to happen that's clearly not right. But like if you do feel it. Um, Something that I did to, and I'll be honest, it wasn't a trick. But it's, it's definitely like a technique, I would say, not a trick, for me to have gauged interest in response to me. Okay. So, um, this is very important to me. This, what you're about to say, (laughs) I want to be clear because gauging interest is very difficult. I want, I want to be able to, to, I want, this is what I'm looking for. And you can tell me if this is what I'm, what I'm looking for. I want to be able to do something and there are a series of potential responses. And with that, I can say, this is where we are gauge level of interest. Yeah. Okay. Your response so, did not get, it was mitigated. I'm going to be honest with you. It was mitigated in that moment, but <laughs> yeah. I'll, t- I'll take it. It, w- it was definitely mitigated though, but it's fine. I have things to I say. I will take it. Okay. So 
but it was I'm mitigated. I'm going to be honest with you. my personal experience to something that you might find yourself in, an experience you might okay. find yourself in. And they might not line up exactly. That's why I was mitigated, because I was trying to connect where I'm going. So the technique that I use is basically, and this is a psychological thing that is true. This is a true fact in psychology. Look it up, you all. Um, if you I forgot ask, that we were doing this for a little while, I'm going to be honest if with you. If you ask someone for a favor... You already know what I'm about to say, right? If you ask someone for a favor, psychologically, they like you more. That's a fact. Look it up. Okay. It's a psychological fact. It's science. It's mind science, brain science. Okay. If you say, and it, and it, this is how you reinforce someone being a close ally to you, is ask them for small favors they can easily do. So you don't ask for a favor like, hey, can you do me a favor and watch my house for three weeks? I have nine animals. That's not something you want to do. What we're talking about here is you would say to someone, um, like, um, I can't even, I'm going to just say the example that I did, but okay. there are lots of little ones you could do. You want to ask for little, measurable, doable favors and use the word like, could I ask you to do me a favor? Would you do something for me? Because what this does psychologically is it tells the other person that you trust them enough to do this thing for them. And that thing may be so small and stupid. It may be the dumbest thing. You could be like, oh, here's an example that might apply to you. Never. I don't know. But if your hands are full, but you're trying to put, let's say you have a book and like your water thing and you need to put something in your backpack, but it's zipped and you don't want to have to set something down or you're not in a, you mm -hmm. could say, would you do me a favor? Could you just open that bag for me? I want to stick this book in there. Right. Mm -hmm. Now you could have just said, will you open my bag for me? But when you say the words, could you do me a, a favor in their brain, something happens in someone else's brain where you're basically tricking their brain into saying, I trust you with this. Here's, here's an example. Even though it's so tiny. I'm going to so use tiny. this. I've, I've created one in my head. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick. When the bartender comes back, can you get me another beverage? Yeah. yeah. Could you do me a favor and get me another liquid yeah. of some yeah. some format? Hey, I, I have to run to the restroom. If our if our waiter comes back, um, would you just order a whatever? I don't want to miss him or whatever it is. Yeah. And you don't have to incorporate the word favor. But again, you're just asking for a small favor. Okay. That's easily doable. That doesn't require anything really from them. And that they could easily do. And you're tricking their brain into saying, oh, he trusts me. Oh, shit. He trusts me. Okay. So the example is it's kind of similar, but I also incorporated here's another tech, a secondary technique that will make you uncomfortable. But a secondary, I put these two techniques together in, in the example I'm going to give you with Rosie Cotton on our first date, 20 minutes after I met him in person for real. Okay. Um, so the second technique that I incorporated was physical touch. And you know that that's very important to me. I'm a very touchy person for everyone, even people that I have no romantic interest in. Just pl platonically, I'm very touchy. So I incorporated those two things, physical touch and asking a small favor to gauge interest. Is this person equally interested in me? How much should I, how much effort should I put forth? Do I need to put forth a lot of effort here or do I not have to put forth any because he's giving me exactly he's I'm receiving what he's receiving, right? It's 50, 50 versus whatever. So that's what this is gauging. So what I did, we were, I had a fire. I had cardboard to burn that day. I was like, and I told him on the way over, and I'm a straight shooter, as you know, and I hate that phrase, but it's true. Um, on the way over, I literally said, like, just so you know, I'm not going to, like, be, like, 
a 60 year old Italian woman and like clean my house to the nines for you. I don't have time to do that. So my house might be a little dirty if, I mean, if that's not going to offend you or make you feel like I'm a slob. Um, also I do have to work tomorrow. So like, I'm not trying to like whatever be out till a bazillion, whatever years. But, um, I was very straightforward, whatever he was, he knew what he was getting into. He arrives. I smile really big. I throw a huge hug on him. He comes inside, he sets his backpack down. Um, he had brought a couple beers and a cooler for himself. I had made some hot tea. There was tea. I was making myself tea. And I said, I know you brought beers. Do you want any tea? And he was like, no, I'll just have a beer. And I was like, cool. Um, so I finished pouring myself a tea and I was like, oh, it's so delicious, whatever. And I'm holding my teacup. It's like a big mug. And I'm like, do you want to go do this fire? And he's like, yeah. So I leave my tea in here to cool. Um, we go outside. I had already taken the cardboard out and I was like, um, I had brought a lighter out and he was like, oh, I got it. He gets his lighter out, which is already a good thing. Like, and that's something that you already do, which is kind of like chivalry, if you will. But I really hate that phrase because it makes it feel like it's only a male can do it. Right. Because females can do that too. But those like small chivalrous acts are also, that's, that's interest that you're giving to them for free. You're saying like, I'm interested because I want to do small favors for you without you having to ask, which is a, a big deal. Um, but what happened was um, we started this fire and I came in and it was chilly. I don't, it was January. It was January 7th, the first day we met. Um, so it was cold. January. The cat. The cat. Yeah. It was January 7th, um, two days after my birthday. Now you all know something about me. <laughs> that's that's but true. But anyway, it was January. It was cold out. I'm wearing like a long sleeve dress. I was wearing that. Elbowless yeah. dress that I love so much. Um, and sockies. And I had my tea. And as you know, like when you're, as you all know, it's fire science. We were standing in front of the fire and it was a pretty big fire. It was cardboard, so it was burning fast and hot. Um, and it was really hot. And so I took a step back, you know, and we were just talking about whatever, you know, our lives and everything. We're talking about stuff, work and whatever. Mm. And um, I was like, Man, my front is so hot and my back is so cold. I'm going to turn my back to the fire. and But if, you know, I'm just going to turn to look at you. And um, I said, I actually want to put one more cardboard thing in. Would you mind holding this for me? He was holding a beer. And I handed him my tea. And when I ha I said, I'm, I'm going to actually just put another thing in the fire. Um, would you mind holding this for me? And when I handed him my tea, I, like, made sure that, like, um, I our hands touched. Okay. On purpose. Because I wanted physical touch and I wanted a favor and I wanted them at the same time. Now, was this planned in the moment like that? No, I wasn't thinking like, I want to make sure we touch. I want to make sure to ask him a favor. No, I, I genuinely needed him to hold my tea or set it down. But I chose in the moment. I could have easily set it on that concrete thingy. I could have just set it down and put a thing in. But instead, I chose to gauge his interest by like, asking him to do me a small favor and then giving him physical touch to reinforce the fact that I have interest. So there you go. Two techniques, right? Favors think, and physical <clears throat> touch re reinforced interest. Um, I think this is welcome to my therapy session <laughs> because I think I have b problems with both of those things because of my necessity to be self-reliant. Self-reliant and also receive informed consent. Correct. Constant for everything. Yeah. Do I have your consent to talk to you now? Well, Whitney was talking about that too in a podcast. She was saying about how like she's dating a younger guy and he's she's like, I guess it's cool that like they're all about consent or whatever. But like 
Sometimes I just want to be woken up and it's already in me. Me too. And she was. Me and Whitney. <laughs> and Nikki Glazer agreed. And she was like, honestly, like, even if it's still like, if it's a little dry getting started, that's even fine. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. And, and she was like, I had to be clear and I had to tell, like, you can do this and I'm asleep. I don't care. Like, what? Like, I'm into it. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, it's cool, like, that to not be assaulted. But she's like, also, the other too but much, yeah, the one way is too much. Exactly. Too. Because here's the deal. I, as we've talked about this before, consent once does not mean consent every time. Correct. However, if you're in. We didn't talk about it on here, but we talked about it on Patreon. If you're in a Subscribe loving relationship with someone, and that doesn't mean you have to be in love with them. I just mean, like, yeah. if you're in a romantic relationship with someone and you have. Um, not a rapport, but like you have an understanding between mm-hmm. you two. If you still feel afraid to, to be getting consent or not, and you're in a loving relationship with someone, is it loving? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how deep into a relationship are you? If you still ask for consent, I don't know. What's your new love language. Speaking of all of this. All oh, of this. it's, um, and we're going to have to end this soon because yeah. I because I have to poop so bad. Oh, okay. Well, this so is a really good bad. episode, I think. Do you feel the same way? All I can think about is pooping. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. The, my my idea for a new love language Your and idea. it's yeah, okay. It's um it's a little bit intangible, so difficult, right? That's a little well, bit some difficult. Some of them are intangible. Continue. But it's the idea of rapport or joking in a similar way and someone picking up on that automatically and rolling with that. Like when someone is able to do that with me. Oh, um, what would I call that? I know what you're talking about. Like, um, like when people do that with me, I'm already, what is it called? Um, like that person, not not the person that we discussed on Patreon, but a different person that, do you know who I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. That person would always do that. And I would be saying something and they would pick up on it right away and go along with it. And yeah, yes, like they're, they're and yes like, handing yeah. the bit, basically. Successfully. Yeah. Not just and like, like a non-productive And being yes net additive. Like they're adding. I have to poop soon. Okay. And they're adding to it. Like that is it for me. Like I'm like. I don't think that's a new love language. I think that that's something that you need. You have, rec- you have identified it as a need for yourself. Because yourself. to me. That's like intelligent. Do you want well, to? Yeah, wit, wit, banter. Yeah. Uh, Is that good chat? Yeah. My new love language is good chat. Good chat. Yeah. So good chat. That's what I was talking because, like, when I've interacted with people that have been able to do that, God, I still, I always have interest. I still didn't get to thirteen out of ten, and it's a really good story. We'll hit it next time. We'll we have, have content to. for next time. Yeah, right yeah. We have, we'll have. We still time. have a lot of points, and the big idea list. Yeah, I know, and that's a good one. That's a good yeah. story for next time. I think this episode's been really good. So, that's so, my that's my idea. Subscribe to Patreon. Uh, let's get big boy laid with uh, love. Yeah, because as we've talked about before, Al and I are demisexual. Um, that's where you have to be. Um, you have to be in have love. romantic interest right. in someone. You are losing weight. I am. Mm-hmm. That's good. I feel that's helping my. I can see it in your face. 
That's good. Oh, you also have to look at this mole. So tell yeah, me, you we'll have to look that. at it and tell me it's. It's not actually cancer. subsiding my cramp now. Oh, that's good. I hate that, and it and then you have to fart at the end of it. I'm, I don't think. Oh, I because think I I used to. I think it's like a travel situation mm-hmm. where, like, when mm-hmm. it hits a certain part of the intestines, it's like you're you're inte- they're like ha ha, and that's the pain you feel. Mm. But once it's past that point, once it's um contracted past that point of the intestinal system mm-hmm. and it's now in another point eh, it's i'm better like i'm sure i'll get it again when it moves to another you know what i'm saying yeah but like for this moment I, it subsided but yeah so i'm gonna work on that we'll talk later and me working on that but i have to meet new people in some yes. capacity i don't know where yeah, to do I that look at your mole. okay Let's do all that. right is that it yeah goodbye <laughs>